1975, Subaru Australia launched its first four-wheel drive. It was a little 1.4-litre station wagon. A little later came things like the Brumbry in 1978. Now, I won't comment too much on those cars, other than to say Subaru cars have matured a lot since then. Subaru established a good reputation and a great brand loyalty. It then went for a while, in the last decade or so, without pushing ahead as much as perhaps its opposition. Perhaps the opposition were catching up. We've tested the Liberty sedan recently, but now we're looking at the Subaru Forester, back to a station wagon. In fact, in 1997, in August, that the first Forester, came into Australia. It was, of course, the original compact SUV. Well, the market has become a lot more competitive since then. Now, our mate Ian Crawford went to the launch of the new Forester, and I have driven one of the cars recently. Let's chat about what we found. Ian, thanks very much for your time. Always a pleasure, David. Now, these uh, new Subarus, I've got to say that medium-sized SUV is really quite a competitive market now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, there's so much stuff in there for people to to choose from and, uh, you know, you've got to be good to compete and and the Subaru uh, is is good and does compete. You've got the Mazda CX-5, the Hyundai Tucson, that's doing very well, just changed the name and moved up a model a bit, moved up a bit of a size from the old iX35, Nissan X-Trail, Toyota RAV4 used to lead the class, now is probably around year-to-date about fourth or so, and then comes the Subaru Forester. So as you say, Ian, plenty of competition. I like the Forester. It's easy to use, easy to get in and out of. Yeah, I, it's, a ve- it's a very easy car to live with. Um, it's very comfortable. The interior is uh, is pretty classy and very, um, very passenger-friendly. Subaru has done a lot of work on its interiors in recent years, and, uh, you know, the dashboards used to be horrible and drab and grey and hard plastic in, and now, you know, really, I'm, I'm in a Liberty, at, top spec Liberty at the moment, and... Uh, Really, the interior is, is as good as anything out of Europe. Just, you know, it's, it, they're in that class. I like the Forester too. It's got good visibility around it. Again, it's a very easy to use car. Yeah, it is a very easy to use car. Depending on the model, you've got manual or auto to choose from. Their auto is, is, is a CVT. You know, in my view, Subaru does about the best CVTs around at the moment. Yeah, they did have a little bit of poor press a little while ago. Not poor, but uh, lukewarm press in that regard. I think the new version is better. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And, of course, it does come, as you say, with a diesel. Uh, do you need a diesel in one of those? Is it worthwhile uh, getting one, do you think? Uh, I'm a bit of a fan of diesels, I have to say. Um, you can get four variants in the Forester two of which are manual, the 2-litre DL manual and 2-litre DL with the CVT, or you can get the DS either in auto or manual. Pricing for the, for the Forester overall kicks off at 29990 for the manual 2-litre IL and goes all the way to 47990 for the 2-litre uh, XT premium auto which is, you know, one with the lot, of course. You'd want to be getting a fair amount for that. That's, a, you know, that's nearly $20,000 extra, isn't it? That's not quite double, but it's, it's getting up there in terms of a, a percentage increase over what the base model is. Most of the car brands do that these days. There's a hell of a spread between uh, entry level and top spec these days, and the top spec ones, uh, you know, virtually irrespective of brand, have got just about everything you can think of as, as standard, and that's what you pay for. One of the things with the CVT gearbox, I think it's got an X-mode button. 
that you can press that makes it like a, a lower range uh, gearbox? Yeah, that does uh, that does work quite well, um, and it certainly makes it an overall more practical car for the driver. That means that when you're driving in the rougher stuff, it's going to a lower ratio and uh, giving you more pulling power when you need it? Yep, it does all of that. I think that uh, works well without being overcomplicated, and, that, and, and I think that makes the most of a CVT gearbox. Now, boot size, the capacity around the boot, uh, reasonable? Luggage space is, uh, is up there with um, best in category pretty well. It's 422 litres with the seats, the rear seats occupied. Drop them flat, the seat backs flat, and you can get 1474 litres. There's also the usual um, other cubby holes for your odds and sods. There's a roof-mounted sunglasses holder, which I like. There's a, a deep bin beneath the front centre armrest, a deep glove box, uh, door pockets, map pockets behind the front seat. And there's a handy bit at the base of the centre stack. So, you know, there's plenty of places to put your odds and sods. Yeah, I, I like it, a car that you can, as you say, feel comfortable in. Standard features, it's uh, got a 7-inch touchscreen information system. Uh, it comes easy to use, fairly uh, uh, competent in that regard. Yeah, I found it quite easy to use. I spent about half a day on the launch um, in the diesel version that I, that I drove and... Um, uh, I, I came to grips with the car quite quickly, I have to say. Hands-free, uh, Bluetooth audio streaming, voice commands. Yeah, all of that, all, all of that tricky stuff. <laughs> Rear-view camera, which I think is good, and satellite navigation, I think are good features to it as well. Thirsty, how much fuel does it use? Well, the diesel that I've spent uh, most of my time in, Subaru claims uh, 6.3 litres per 100 kilometres, my co-driver and I achieved 7.2 on the on the drive that we had for sort of half a day. So it's, it's a pretty reasonable in terms of its uh, thirst. Yeah, I think that's not bad. Uh, Subarus, particularly the petrol ones, tend to be a little bit thirsty. But uh, a diesel there, I think, is uh, pretty good. Off-road, is uh, medium duty? Was that how you would describe it? On the launch drive program, we, we went on some forestry roads and... It was pouring in with rain for much of the drive and there was some nasty pothole gravel roads and the forester handled it with a lot of aplomb, I have to say. There is really that approach almost for the semi-professional who may have to do a bit of off-roading to get to sites or that. A mate of mine, was, I think I mentioned in the past, was into hydrology and had to go near dams and things. It was a wonderful car for that. But, of course, the thing about it is off-road, it's you know in medium-grade situations, it's competent, but it's also fairly car-like on the road. Oh, yes, it's very car-like. Um, and Subaru has done a great deal of work on noise, vibration and harshness with the current models of, of the Forester, the Liberty and the Outback. And uh, they're much quieter, much more refined behind the wheel. They've done pretty well with this model after a period where they were OK, but um, this, I think, is a, a nice big step. This is uh, something of a, of a small quantum leap, if you could have such a thing. <laughs> it is a noticeable improvement. There's no doubt about that in all sorts of ways. I think they've uh, sort of come to grips with it. Of course, Subaru does have a very loyal following, doesn't it? 
Yes, it does. Um, um, in Tasmania, it looks you know when when you're over there, it looks like every second car's a Subaru, for instance. So yeah, it, it does have a and uh, the ACT it does very well in the ACT too for some reason. I think a lot of people in the ACT go to the snow. So um, you know the the, the all-wheel drive capability. Uh, of of the Subaru vehicles, uh, it's just ideal for that. I think there's some inner city in the in the Sydney at least, where that seems to have quite a following there as well. No doubt, it's got sort of adventuresome uh, capabilities for people who want to who want to get their their wheels dirty. Uh, it's it's a very very comfortable car to live with in an urban environment. There's no doubt about that. And that's a a great summation. I appreciate your time greatly. Thank you. Okay, pleasure, David. And that's Ian Crawford, who is a respected motoring journalist, and we were talking about the Subaru Forester all-wheel drive station wagon.